بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي ونسلم على رسوله الكريم ما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ولما ورد ما مدين وجد عليه أمة من الناس يسكون ووجد من دونهم امرأتين تذودان قال ما خطبكما قالتا لا نسقي حتى يصدر الرعاء وأبونا شيخ كبير صدق الله صدق الله مولانا العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الحبيب الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين Ten years prior to Nabi Musa alayhi salam being granted nubuwad On one occasion out of fear for his life, Nabi Musa salam was forced to leave Egypt. And he went towards the city by the name of Madian. This was the city of Nabi Shu'aib salam. And as explained, this was prior to Musa salam being granted nubuwat. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of this incident in the Quran. That when Musa salam headed towards Madian, and when he reached there, and he came to the place of drawing water of the people. So the people were drawing water, giving the animals water to drink. وَوَجَدَ مِن دُونِهِ Musa salam then saw a very unique, a strange incident. That there were two women that were remaining aloof from the people. And they were holding back the animals from giving the animals water to drink. So Musa salam approaches these two women, قَالَ مَا خَطْبُكُمَا That what is the matter with you? Why are you keeping back your animals? Not giving them water to drink like the others are doing. So they explained, قَالَ تَالَ نَسْقِي حَتَّى يُصْطِرَ الرِّعَى That we cannot give our animals water to drink until the other shepherds give their animals water to drink. In other words, the menfolk, until they give the animals water to drink and then return. Because by us going there, then it will be a means of us mixing with those men. So these two women were the daughters of Nabi Shu'aib salam. And one is they explained why and the reason why they had not gone together with the men to give the animals water to drink. They then explained the reason for which they left their homes. وَأَبُونَا شَيْخٌ كَبِيرٌ and our father is a very elderly person. He is very advanced in age. And because of his age, he is unable to come and fulfill this task. Therefore, we were forced to leave our home. So from here, the Mufassirin explained that one is, this was a dire necessity for these women to leave their home because of their father being very elderly, not having that physical ability and strength to come and fulfill this task himself. So this was a necessity for them to leave their home. But despite it being a necessity, they adopted such haya and modesty that they refrained from going and mixing with the men. They remained aloof. And they kept themselves away so that they do not rub shoulders with the men. So indicating and highlighting the importance of haya and modesty. And this also highlights to us that the true place for a woman is the home. And not the other way around. This is the true place of a woman that only in the case of necessity should she leave her home. So nevertheless, Musa alayhi salam 
then he helps and assists his woman. And it was the habit that when the shepherds would give the animals water to drink, then after they would be completed, then there was a rock which they used to place over that well, to seal the well, to protect it, that nothing goes or no dirt comes into that well. And this boulder was so heavy that it required the strength of ten men to raise and lift this boulder to cover this well. So after they would cover this well, it was obvious that these women, the two daughters of Nabi Shu'aib salam, did not have the physical strength and ability to raise and lift that rock to give the animals water to drink. Thus they would suffice on whatever water was left around that well. They would give the animals water to drink from whatever spilled out and that they would then return home. So obviously because of this delay, they would return home late every night because they had to wait for the men to complete and then give the animals water to drink and then return home. So on that respective day, Nabi Musa salam takes the animals and he himself single-handedly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had granted him such physical strength and such power that himself he raised that rock which required 10 people. He raised that rock and he moved it and then he drew water and he gave those animals water to drink and then returned the animals to these two women. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَسَقَى لَهُمَا ثُمَّ تَوَلَّى إِلَى After giving them water to drink, giving the animals water to drink, and they continued on their journey, Musa alayhi salam, because of undertaking such a long and arduous journey, and the Mufassirin explained, he did not even have sufficient shoes. And he did not even have a complete meal for complete seven days. Despite that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had granted the Anbiya alayhi salam such enthusiasm and spirit to help and assist others. Despite this being his condition, that fatigue and tiredness of seven days and hunger of seven days, such a long journey from the city of Egypt right up to Madian, but still Musa salam goes out of his way to help and assist them. And this was the spirit of Anbiya alayhi salam. When Hazrat Khadija radiallahu ta'ala anha consoled Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on his first meeting with Jibreel alayhi salam, then these were some of the qualities that she mentioned to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that most definitely Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not wish to disgrace you or abandon you. إِنَّكَ لَتَصِلُ rahim. You are that personality who joins family ties. وَتَحْمِلُ الْكَلْ You carry the burden of people. وَتَكْسِبُ الْمَعْدُومِ You earn for the destitute. وَتُعِينُ عَلَى نَوَائِبِ الْحَقِّ And you assist in true difficulties and calamities. So this was the quality of Anbiya and their spirit. That despite their condition, their circumstances, they would always endeavor to go out of their way to help and assist others. So Musa salam then takes shelter under a shade and he makes dua to his Rabb, Rabbi inni lima anzalta ilayya min khayrin faqeer. That, oh my Rabb, I am desperately in need of whatever good you send down to me. I am desperately in need of whatever good you send down to me. So when these two daughters of Nabi Shuaib salam return, Obviously earlier than usual, 
Then immediately their father, having a watchful eye over them, he questions them, that why did you return early today? So they explained that there was a kind, generous man, and he went out of his way, he took our animals, and he gave our animals water to drink, therefore today we were able to return earlier than usual. So this is also a lesson, that a parent should always have his watchful eye over his child, and be aware of the whereabouts of one's child. This is very very important, sometimes the child may return home late at night, and the father or the parent doesn't question the child. And sometimes it could be possible that that child may be involved in some vice, some evil, and because of not making inquiries, or not being aware from the beginning, then it can become a problem which can be very difficult to solve later on. So it is important as a parent, and it is our responsibility, to be informed and aware regarding the whereabouts of our children. And if they arrive or they do not arrive at the usual time, then we should question them. So nevertheless, Shaib alayhi salam then sends one of his daughters, and he says, go and, call, go and call this person, this generous man, as I wish to repay him for his act of kindness, his generosity. So again, because it was a necessity, there was no other man who could fulfill this task to go and call Nabi Musa alayhi salam. So she was forced, one of the daughters was forced to go and now give this message to call Nabi Musa alayhi salam. But again, such was her modesty that even the Qur'an mentions the quality of a haya. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states, فَجَاءَتْهُ إِحْدَاهُمَا تَمْشِي عَلَى اسْتِحْيَا Then one of them came to Nabi Musa alayhi salam, walking with complete modesty. Walking with complete modesty. The Mufassirin explained that although at that time, the laws of hijab, the laws of parda, as is the law that we find in our shari'at, the shari'at of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, was not prevalent at that time. But despite that, such was her modesty, that she raised her sleeve and she covered her face using her sleeve. And when Musa alayhi salam recognized that this is a woman approaching, he immediately lowered his gaze and he did not glance at her. Then she comes to Nabi Musa alayhi salam, and very very clear and concise message, قَالَتْ إِنَّ أَبِي يَدْعُوكَ لِيَجْزِيَكَ أَجْرَ مَا سَقَيْتَ لَنَا Indeed my father call is calling you so that he may recompense you for the act of kindness that you have done to us. For your giving our animals water to drink, my father wishes to recompense you. So here the Mufassirin explained that the message was not ambiguous, it did not give any incorrect meaning or possible incorrect meaning it was a very clear message. There was no unnecessary talk, idle chit-chat. And this is important when a person wish and where there is a necessity to talk or to converse with a non-mahram, then it should be only to the extent of necessity. It should not be that a person now is engaged in flirtatious talk or idle chit-chat. So that is incorrect and that is impermissible. So Musa alayhi salam then tells her that since we have to go, and I do not know the road, so you should walk behind me, and if I have to turn in any direction, then you should throw a stone in that respective direction. 
If I have to turn right, then you should throw a stone towards the right. And the same for the left. Again, the modesty and the haya of Nabi Musa salam that he went to the extreme precaution, ensuring that he would not have to glance at her if she had to walk ahead. Nor would she have to give him an instruction verbally, and by means of that he would now be able to hear her voice and unnecessarily have to speak to her. So again the precaution, when conversing or when dealing with a non-mahram woman. So Musa salam then continues, and as per his instruction, she walks behind him, and whichever direction she wished to tell him to go, she would throw a stone in that direction. So when they arrived, it was the time of supper, and meals had just been prepared. So Shuaib salam then invites Musa salam to join him for this meal. So initially Musa salam he rejects and he kindly absolves himself that I do not wish to join you. So Nabi Shuaib salam then questions him, that are you not hungry? So Musa salam says, yes I am hungry, but I come from such a family that if we were offered this entire world full of gold in exchange of any good act that we had done, we will not be prepared to do so. Subhanallah, such sincerity that this act of kindness which he had done for these women folk was solely for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He did not even wish to receive any remuneration and any recompense for it in this world. So Nabi Shuaib salam then consoles him that this meal is not a payment and a recompense for your act of kindness. But this is just out of hospitality and this is my way and the way of my forefathers to be hospitable to our guests. So therefore I am inviting you to join me for this meal. So Nabi Musa salam then joins Nabi Shuaib salam. And Nabi Musa salam then narrates his entire incident of his leaving Egypt and being forced to come to Madian to save God and protect his life. So then Nabi Shuaib salam consoles him, قَالَ لَا تَخَفْ نَجَوْتَ مِنَ الْقَوْمِ الظَّالِمِينَ Do not fear, you have been saved from the oppressive nation. So from here we learn, one is the sincerity of doing any good deed, when doing any act of kindness, then it is a noble thing to go out of one's way to help and assist someone. But even more important than that is to do it solely for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not hoping for any recompense of that act of kindness or any reciprocation of that act of kindness. Now a person, he did an act of kindness to someone and now he wishes that that person must also, he must also respond with an act of kindness. So not hoping for any recompense solely for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the other is the quality and the sunnah of being hospitable, hospitable towards the guest, to go out of one's way, to be hospitable and kind towards the guest. So this was also the practice and the sunnah of the Anbiya Nevertheless, then one of the daughters of Nabi Shuaib salam, see, she suggests to her father, that, قَالَ يَا أَبَتِ اسْتَأْجِرْ that, oh my father, why don't you hire this person? Why don't you employ him? Now, if you employ him, then we will be absolved of this task. So from here the Mufassirin explained that this woman leaving their home was a necessity. And even they understood that this was an extreme necessity. 
And immediately when there was a substitute, now they told their father and they brought it up to their father that this person can now absolve us of this responsibility of leaving our home and thus there would be no need for us to leave our home. So then she explained to her father the reason, إِنَّ خَيْرَ مَنِ اسْتَأْجَرْتَ الْقَوِيُّ الْأَمِينَ Nabi Shuaib salam being that watchful father and being cautious of every move of his daughters, he asked that on what basis do you say that I should employ this person? So then she explained, إِنَّ خَيْرَ مَنِ اسْتَأْجَرْتَ الْقَوِيُّ الْأَمِينَ The best of that person who you employ is the one who is powerful, who is able to fulfill the task that he is in, he is in, he is uh, given or he is uh, given the task of doing he is able to fulfill it and the second quality is Amin he is trustworthy so these are the two main qualities that should be taken into consideration when employing any person firstly that person should be Qawi he should be able whether it be physically mentally able to fulfill the task that he is employed to do and the second is the quality of trustworthiness and this is extremely important, especially in today's time, when unfortunately this quality has become almost extinct. And especially in the work environment. So it is important, as has been explained in the hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned, that close to qiyamah, this quality of honesty and trustworthiness will become such a rare commodity, that it will be said that in such and such tribe, there is, a, there is an honest person. There is a trustworthy person. So rare it will become. So it is important that we, in our working environment, and in all aspects, we are honest and trustworthy. So Nabi Shuaib salam then asked her, that how do you know that he is able, or he is strong, or that he is honest? So she explained his ability to raise that rock, that required the strength of ten people. So this explains his physical ability and his strength. And the second is his honesty. That because when I had went to call him, he lowered his gaze and he did not look at me, nor did he engage in unnecessary conversation. So that indicates his honesty. So nevertheless, Nabi Shuaib salam then calls Musa salam and he makes an offer, a proposal. قَالَ إِنِّي أُرِيدُ أَنْ أُنْكِحَكَ إِحْدَ عَلَىٰ أَنْ تَأْجُرَنِي ثَمَانِيَ حِجَجٍ I intend to employ you and for a period of eight years in exchange of me giving my daughter in hand, my daughter in marriage to you, my daughter's hand in marriage to you, in exchange of this ten years of, of eight years of employment. And for in atmamta ashran famin indik, if you complete ten years, in other words, another two additional years, then that is from your side. It is optional. It's not compelling upon you. قَالَ ذَٰلِكَ بَيْنِي Whichever one of these two periods you complete, whether it's the period of eight years, or whether it's the, the period of ten years, then there will be no oppression against you. There will be no transgression against you. Then Musa salam accepts, and thus Shaib salam gives his daughter one of the daughters by the name of Safura radiallahu anha in marriage to Nabi Musa alayhi salam. Here the Mufassirin explained that Musa alayhi salam at that time had no material possessions, no worldly possessions. But Shaib alayhi salam gave his daughter in marriage to him 
on account of his possessing noble akhlaq and qualities. So this should be the motivating factor when choosing a spouse for one's child. That firstly, that person should have the akhlaq and the conduct of Islam. Then you will find the true enjoyment and the true happiness in that marriage. So Musa salam then agrees and he completes the duration of 10 years. Here also, it is important that we deal very clearly. Our dealing should be clear and distinct. Even if it be with one's family, as it is stated, live like brothers but deal like strangers. Live like brothers but deal like strangers. So although this may sound very crude, but in this day is khair and there is goodness. Because many a times when there is no uh, clarity in our transactions, especially when with family members, then sometimes it leads to unnecessary disputes and misunderstandings, which then leads to family problems. So we should be clear, especially when dealing and transacting with our family members. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the ability to take lesson from this incident and to bring these qualities that have been learned from, these, from this incident in our lives and grant us inspiration and the tawfiq to bring the true message of the Qur'an in our lives. وآخر دعوانا عن الحمد لله رب العالمين